This is DVM Loading, a podcast about the life of professional students from a veterinary perspective. With your hosts, Carling Hemstreet and Caitlin Marr, we go through the daily life of being in veterinary school with a fun twist. Let's get loading! Good morning, listeners. It's your girls back again with DVM Loading. Uh, this is Carling Hemstreet with my wonderful co-host, Caitlin Marr. Uh, we're here to talk to you today about uh, finding mentorship is our big topic today. But uh, first, we're going to do our normal intro catch-up. Um, it's been one heck of a week. We finally got <laughs> through our third physiology test. Yes. So we just have one more, re- I call it regular season, because, mm-hmm. you know, regular season test. And then we fi- get into finals and OSCEs. Right? Uh, yeah. It's coming up faster than we think. Uh, I think about five weeks left of the semester. Yeah, not including this week, so... Yeah. Yeah. Five weeks. So we just took our endocrinology physiology exam. And when your professors uh, start the semester out saying that the endocrine test is going to be the hardest, listen to them and start studying earlier than you normally would. Um, Because there's a lot of words that are similar. You can just easily get mixed up and they have a totally different mechanism and action. Um, yeah, and they all have the yeah. same clinical signs. <laughs> yeah, they're they're peeing a lot. They're polyuria, polydipsia, and I'm like, all right, polyphagia. Pick, all. pick a disease. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I think we can all agree that we're we're happy that's over. Uh, it will come back time and time again. <laughs> you know, for sure, it's a very clinically relevant thing. We were. Learning about Addison's disease, Cushing syndrome, and uh, diabetes mellitus, as well as a few other things, um, and just getting ourselves more familiar with reading chemistry and CBC uh, panel results, and uh, just getting ourselves in the mindset of being a doctor and having to kind of solve problems every day. Yeah, I will say in terms of, like, I really like mechanisms, which is why I like physiology, but I did feel more like a doctor with this, like, specific test, you know, because it's not just about how things work. It's like, I guess because it's so clinically relevant, you're like, man, like, you can actually problem solve, you know, because... Well, as technicians, both of us, we've seen these out in the real world, and they're so common, and it's crazy because when I was just a technician, you know, my doctor obviously knew everything about these uh, diseases and syndromes, but I had no clue. I was just told to, you know, set them up an insulin pack and get, mm-hmm. you know, tell them, I'm sorry, I have a diabetic animal, and this is kind of what's next, or yeah. running Cushing's test and stuff like that. And to know the science behind it now, it's actually pretty neat, and I feel like from here going on, when I go into my summer externships, I'll be able to explain to patients, like to their uh, clients, I guess, uh, a little bit better about what's actually happening in their pet, which is going to be really cool. Yeah, no, I agree with you. The amount of low-dose dex tests I've done, uh, not knowing what the heck we were testing for, other than like an endocrine disorder, Mm -hmm. um, like it's really cool to like, you know, have done it in practice, not understanding what was going on and then now like I actually understand it and I know my one of the doctors at my practice it was her like life goal 
to diagnose an Addison's case. <laughs> she was she was always so excited whenever something endocrine related came in because she was like, "I hey, maybe this will be my Addison's case." It was yeah. like her her white whale. <laughs> See, we would always do ACTH stimulate stimulation tests. Yeah, and so the low dex and the high dex was really cool to learn about. Yeah, I don't remember doing any ACTH sim tests, but I don't know. I I. I I probably did. Yeah. But we'll see. Anyways, um, so this week has been really busy. We didn't have clinical skills um, because we're kind of in the home stretch of classes. And we have taken a pause on clinical skills just because our OSCEs are coming up soon. And we're getting ready to prepare for those. And uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Studying for Oscars. Yeah, studying for Oscars. But it's all, like, the fun stuff, but there's a lot of stuff we learned this semester. <laughs> Plus, everything so. we learned last semester is fair game. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind um, yeah. when you're studying for your Oscars. Yeah. So today our fun topic that we're going to chit-chat about is the best places to eat with your friends in vet school. And I guess this will be kind of Amarillo, Texas-specific, just because we're going to chit-chat about some of the places we like to eat with our classmates. Um, so, you know, take this and, and start to formulate some ideas about where you and your friends like to eat or your school's at. Um, Carly, you can start us off. So, um, you know, Texans are really big, like, Tex-Mex people. You know, we love our tacos and our queso. So, luckily, we actually have a Tex-Mex place, like, five minutes down the road. Probably not even that. Probably not even five minutes. It's yeah. Like, like we could probably walk there, three. to be honest, from the school. So, we um, we go there quite a bit uh, just to, you know, have some, some queso. Uh, we'll go there for lunch sometimes. We'll go there after class in the evening sometimes, just kind of depending on uh, the schedule of the day. But... Um, that's been a really nice place to go where it's just kind of quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, we know it's going to be good. Um, Caitlin, what, what are your, is your favorite place to eat? Um, well, I don't really know like my favorite place to eat, but one of my top choices to eat like with our friends and classmates is I actually like to eat at this place called Faves. Mm-hmm. It stands for fruits and veggies and it's kind of like a healthy place, um, and, but it's really good. And they have, like, unique waters every day. And lemonades. And, yeah, and lemonades, and they're always really good. Their wraps are really good. Um, I mean, you really can't go wrong. We get bullied by our friend Megan to go there a lot. She introduced <laughs> us to it, and every time we talk about going to lunch, she goes, Faves? Yeah. Faves? What about Faves? <laughs> Because she is really big into eating healthy, and, and I'm glad she showed us Faves because it's a really good place to eat, and it's so filling, mm-hmm. um, and the environment's really laid back. Yeah, and it's, it is also pretty close to the school, so it's not like... You know, we can go there for lunch, you yeah. know, like, but we, um, I remember last week she was like, oh, let's eat at Faves. And we we're like, oh, we've eaten there three times this week. We have to eat somewhere else sometimes, but. We went there yesterday. Did you go there? Yeah, <laughs> you did go good. there yesterday. It was good. I mean, I, it's nice to like throw like a, like a healthy sandwich shop, like in the mix, you know? Oh, for sure. You know, I, it's not, it's, it's very refreshing. And, and I agree with you, they are very filling. So you can eat there for lunch and then you can be set for the rest of the day until dinner, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Um, and, and like, 
I'm also a big tea girl, so I do really like yeah. their their teas that they have there because they give you a really big one. Mm-hmm. It's so, like a huge mason jar. Yeah. And so you so. get um, you get some to take back to class with you after, yes, which you is <laughs> honestly like a nice little pick me up <laughs> whenever you have to come back and sit in class in the afternoon and have that like lunch coma. Yes. After, and um, like so that way you kind of stay awake. <laughs> and I know like around here in the Amarillo area. There's a bunch of really good burger places, and so uh, last semester and kind of this semester, too, we've been making it a point to go together, like, as a big group, uh, like a bunch of people in our class, and go try different burger places and see which we like, and I personally prefer Coyote Bluff, I think is what it's called. Coyote Bluff, Over yeah. Golden Light. That's just a personal, like, preference. I've eaten there a couple times, and it was really good food. Yeah. I think I disagree. I think I like Golden Light better. But they are both, like, local burger places here in Amarillo. Because um, that's the other thing is that we wanted to go to, like, local places. So it's local. Sure. Um restaurants and typically we pick like like the same type of food so like burgers was like last semester so we went to a bunch of different burger places around town tried them all saw like figured out which one we liked the best Mm -hmm. um and so that was that was really fun because it was basically we kind of made a list and then we could all you know try something and then talk about it and it was like an extra little like outing beyond just like you know, food. (laughs) It was nice. So I think those are the top two contenders. We've eaten a couple other places. Blue Sky, personally, not my favorite. Um, I like Blue Sky. I think it's kind of expensive. Oh, it is. But I like it. Oh, I also don't know if I talked about the name of the Tex-Mex place that I was talking about earlier. It's called Joe Taco. Joe Taco is pretty good. Pretty good. But, um, but yeah, so it's really, really fun to be able to go out and kind of rank how different places are. I know some of our other classmates have, like, a list that of places that were recommended to them by people who have lived here for a while. And then they would go through and they would rank, uh, like, they would go to those places and then rank uh, how they were. But that was, like, a big, like, master list pretty yeah. much, you know. Um, but, you know, so, like, figure out something that your your friends like and go out and see which is the best place in town. It's kind of fun to have a have a debate about it. Um, it's kind of like the whole tea issue. <laughs> um, if Water Still, which is like a tea company, is better than HTO, um, which is kind of honestly just the same thing, just a different name and owner. And so that's a big debate here up in the panhandle. So um, I love it. Yeah, well, that that's a topic for another day. I think we're going to do a blind taste test to yeah. see who's right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. But uh, moving on to our main topic, um, I know I mentioned it earlier, but um, mentorship. Um, pretty big deal, I think, whenever you come into vet school just for, you know, career advice, um, support, uh, and just having, like, a good time, <laughs> you For know? Sure. Um, so we're we're going to talk about both, like, classmate mentors and faculty mentors because they're kind of different. Um, and then, uh, so we're, I think we're going to start with classmate mentors. Yeah, so here at Texas Tech, um, we have a class, uh, I guess, a person in class of 2025, Ashley, had kind of headed starting a Raider vet footsteps program right yeah she called it raider vet footsteps yeah and and it's uh, a class i guess oh goodness it's a class mentorship type thing to where 
Class of 25 can sign up to be mentors for our class, Class of 26. And you just kind of start forming those relationships. And pretty soon the the whole student body will be kind of intermingled a little bit is the goal at least. And so it's really, really nice because uh, I know coming into school up here, like I didn't really, I mean, I knew a few people, um, but you're so busy in vet school, you can't really get out and meet as many people as you'd like. So it's nice to kind of have one to two people that, you know, you have their contact, they have yours, and y'all can just chit-chat back and forth, maybe go get coffee together, stuff like that. So it's really cool. Um, And it's nice to see, like, a different perspective. And also they chit-chat about, you know, what went well, what didn't go well their first year and gives you advice and also what to look forward to in the second year. So I think it's pretty unique to have those uh, class relationships, those mentorships. Yeah, and that like a mentorship program like this is very similar to what other vet schools have. Um, I don't know. So here at Tech, how we're going to do it, how we're planning on doing it is um, – the class before, so class of 25 mentors class of 26. Class of 26 is going to mentor class of 27. And 27 is going to mentor 28 and, like, so forth and so on until, you know, the end of time. Um, so, but I don't know with other schools. I know they have something similar, but I don't know if it's just strictly the class above them or if it's, like, all kind of intermingled. So you may have, like, if you sign up for a mentorship program or if they just assign you one, they, they may just, you know, you may have a second year, you may have a third year, you may uh, have, a, I don't know if they do fourth years, but, um, you know, so it's, like, really nice to get that perspective from someone who has gone through it before. Um, and it's really nice to have that mentor, like, early on in the semester. So if you have a question about, you know, like, where, like, what should I study for this test? It's my first vet school yeah. test. Like, what is life in mm-hmm. vet school? And um, so it's really nice to be able to have that person to kind of go to and ask those questions um, and get that advice from them. And uh, I've heard from people that, you know, they love their mentor and they're great friends. And then I've heard from people where they're like, you know, like we don't necessarily, like they're nice and they're super helpful, but like we don't, we're not going to be besties or anything. And that's, that's fine too. Like both ends of the spectrum are great. It's just the whole point (laughs) is for them to be there for you if you need them. Absolutely. And I think, um, I think that's so important uh, because when you're going through your first year of at school or second, whatever you're in, um, there's going to come a point in time where you, you know, it'd be beneficial to lean on somebody for some advice and input uh, that has been there, done that, aside from professors and your family, etc. And so it's nice. Um, I've been able to just text my mentors and be like, hey, um, you know, I'm just struggling with this class and uh, maybe not even academically, but just I'm tired and it takes a lot out of you. And they'll be they'll agree with you most of the time and, and tell you how they got through it and what helped them. And so it's really nice because, you know, we talked about imposter syndrome a while back. They felt it too. Um, we all do. And so it's nice to hear from other people and that you're not alone and you're kind of not going crazy. Yeah, I I agree with that. It's definitely nice to have someone who has felt the same way as you. And I guess in a way, like, oh, this podcast is almost like our, like, mentorship. I didn't think of yeah. it that way. But, um, like, that's – it. being, like, that mentoring, like, side is kind of why we started this podcast to begin with, you know? And so it's 
it's nice to hear from others that, you know, like you're not crazy for feeling the way that you do. Because, um, I mean, like vet school's hard. Professional school is hard. Like you're going to go through times where you don't feel like you belong or you don't feel like you're smart. And sometimes you just need someone else to, to tell you, you know, like, it's okay, just keep going. Like, it's rough right now, but it gets better, I promise. Um, and you, y'all heard that from when we interviewed Ashley and Austin um, a couple of episodes back. You know, they, they like, Austin just kept on saying, like, second year gets so much better. <laughs> second year gets so much better. And, like, I, I believe him. So, um, yeah. And the, the other thing, too, is that you don't have to make classmate friends, like, cl- uh, friends outside of your class like just through this mentorship program you know you can talk to them at your club meetings that you're in you can talk to them at social events um in the hallways i mean whenever you can like talk to people that are in classes above you i think it benefits because uh you know like i said you may not like click wholeheartedly with your mentor that you're assigned but you know maybe you can go and find another person that you're friends with that you can get advice from and like that is just as well you know same same benefits and um i think just helping that class intermingling um really improves your vet like experience vet school experience yeah i i agree with that and i guess it's kind of hard for us to talk about like the interclass mingling and stuff because i'm not sure what that looks like for other uh vet schools Mm -hmm. but here at tech we're trying to facilitate a family and community oriented i guess environment and so we're we've been working really hard to kind of intermingle and um insert ourselves in the other class and faculty into our moments of vet school like it's not just here's the first years on this side of the building uh second years on that side of the building Mm -hmm. and they never have any time to interact or you know kind of be a student body together and so we work really hard um trying to do that and and hosting um events for us to all go to there's a bunch of people in the class of 25 that have hosted some really fun um not school related activities and so that's just another good moment to yeah uh, get to meet people out of you know sitting in class and and two I feel like some people aren't as ready to open up to like friendship friendships here in school because they're so focused on passing and and doing good and stuff so when you get out of the school setting, you can really kind of flourish. Yeah, I agree. I know some of our class of 25 uh, classmates or, or peers, um, like the most recent one, Braden's having a fish fry uh, yeah. in a couple weeks. And so, you know, like they really are trying to um, have everyone over so that, you know, we can um, get to know each other a little bit more. So, um so, yeah, it's, it's been something that's been really cool. And, like, I've even talked to more people from Class of 25 this semester than I did last semester. Mm-hmm. And that's just because I'm, I'm, like, we're getting more involved, you know, both you For and sure. me, Caitlin. So um, it's been really cool to see, actually. And, you know, as we have leadership positions, you know, you talk to more and more people. Mm-hmm. Um, or more and more people come and talk to you as well. And um, it's just been kind of crazy to see how that, like, I guess my role has, like, changed since I first started because I still feel like I know nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so sometimes when people come and ask me for advice, I'm like, well, I, I don't know, man. I just, <laughs> like, I, I'm just here. But, yeah. 
Um, but I mean, I guess they, they like what I have to say. So, um, so it's been, it's been fun to like get those relationships going. Yeah. Well, and too, like not everything has to be school oriented. Um, you know, you can find a mentorship, you know, even if they are a classmate for, you know, personal reasons Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and so it doesn't always have to be revolved around vet school and practicing veterinary medicine because we're really good about putting all of our eggs in a basket (laughs) and they're already there but it's okay to take a few eggs out and um, kind of fill yourself and uh, so I recommend getting out and reaching out to people don't be intimidated to reach out to upperclassmen or even lowerclassmen because more than uh, likely they've been thinking about reaching out to you as well. And what better way to start, like, a relationship, a friendship, um, because y'all are going to be colleagues in the future too. And so that would that could potentially just be one more person you would call when you need advice one day. So uh, mentorships within your classmates, your peers, is is very beneficial. Yeah, I, um, I agree with you, but definitely, like, you can be friends without, you know, like the like professional or school side of it. Yes. For sure. So, like, you don't have to go and be friends just because they're upperclassmen or anything or because they are lower class. And, you know, like, just hang out with people. Yeah. <laughs> you learn from everyone that you meet. Um, so, moving on to faculty, um, my advice for finding a faculty mentor is to find one that you know that has the same, like, they work in the same veterinary medicine as you want to go into and harass them as much as you can. <laughs> yeah, um, I can preach to that because I personally enjoy um, harassing, I guess, <laughs> uh, my professors because uh, I have so many questions and I'm so interested and passionate about what I want to do as a veterinarian um, that I just want to pick their brain and hear all of the advice and wisdom that they have. And so that you'll, you'll realize... And I guess, you know, Carling, the cool thing about vet med is they all went through the same experience and everything. So I would almost say that your your mentor, your professional mentor, doesn't even have to always be somebody in the same field you want to go into. Because sometimes you can have faculty mentors that remind you of your family and, you know, you feel like you have a more emotional-based relationship with them. And they could be, you know, if we want to do large animal, they could do exotics. And, you know, it could be the best mentorship that you have ever found. And then you can have your professional mentorships, which, um, yeah, those doctors are going to be in the field of interest you're interested in. And then sometimes you get lucky and one mentor falls into both of those categories. Yeah. Okay, I rescind my statement from earlier. Harass <laughs> any faculty that you like. <laughs> Honestly, they all have good input. And I mean, not it's wrong. true. And it's nice to see, like, the different perspectives. It so is. I guess that is, um, that's that's good advice, Caitlin. Good job. because, well, like, when, when um, we talk to Dr. Myers, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to be a pathologist, but I will sit there and listen to anything that she tells me because... Uh, she's a baddie. <laughs> oh my God. She's the smartest person. I think yeah. I know. Like, oh my God, she is. Yeah. That woman can spit off things I that know. I'm like, I don't know where you learned but that. In she those words. is the most kind hearted person. She or is. One of them. She's, she's really great. She'll check in on you and, mm-hmm. and, uh, really want, 
wants you to do good as a human at the end of the day, not a vet student. Yeah, she starts her lectures off with, how are y'all doing? Yes. <laughs> and we usually the answer is uh, nervous laughter. Yeah. Um, but, like, she really does care. And so, like, I agree with you. Yeah, I talked to Stephanie, um, like, a good, like, at least weekly, mm-hmm. if not, like, multiple times a week. Yeah. Um, and, you know, part of that is also because, you know, we're – our study group studies is upstairs in the atrium, kind of where all their offices are anyway. So if they're on their way to go to their office, it's like they either pass us or it's like 10 steps out of their way to come and talk to us, you know? So they just kind of like stop by and talk and chit chat, which is honestly how most of my mentorship from faculty has kind of arisen it's just because you know I was out there and I'm a pretty talkative person and typically you can figure out who on faculty is talkative as well because they'll like sometimes they'll like just make a beeline for where they need to go (laughs) or sometimes they'll stop and talk to you for an hour you know I know I I think I can agree with what you just said you know like most of my mentorship uh with faculty came from sitting upstairs or wherever studying and when they walk by, you know, you say hi and chit chat for a minute and eventually they'll be coming over and sitting down next to you and just gabbing about who knows what, honestly. Sometimes our conversations are so off the wall. I'm like, <laughs> it is. where did we get? Where? How did we get here? And you know what? In the moment, that's what I need. So, yeah. And it's, it's kind of a nice steady break for us, too, because typically it's whenever they're going home. Uh, so it's like five or six. And so we've been out of class for an hour or two or more, depending Mm -hmm. on the day. And so we've been studying pretty, pretty well for a bit. So it's like nice to have kind of like a, that breather and talk to someone from like the real world. Um, and you know, like we talk about like what we're studying for and like how it's clinically relevant. And then typically we go off on other topics that are really random. Well, I like that. Um, sometimes the conversations can last a whole lot longer than you think because like Carling said, we're both really talkative people. And so if somebody is willing to like sit down and and spend the time to like answer my questions and even just chit chat and give advice about something that I'm interested in. I'll just sit there and talk your ear off quite Mm -hmm. literally. Mm -hmm. Like I'll have to be like, please leave, go home to your family because (laughs) I'm, I'm just, you know, a loose cannon. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know, that's something how for us it's naturally happened. But you know, if you like don't like studying out in like open areas like that, like go to their office. Like mm-hmm. most professors have an open door policy for most part of the day. So, you know, if you just go up to their office and just sit down and start talking about like what you like, um, like what you, you know, like want to do in vet med, like what your summer plans are. Uh, I mean, typically like they're going to be really responsive to that. And then you can start forming that relationship that way. You know, so, like, if you're a person that doesn't like talking in big groups or, like, talking to someone new is kind of scary, you know, like, just sit down and go up to their office and and talk to them Mm one-on-one. They're not going to bite your head off. Yeah, I agree. Going up and talking in their offices is really nice because you'll notice that most of them do have an open-door policy, and it's... It's really refreshing to know that, you know, these people here working their job and teaching us um, want us to feel confident in coming and talking to them about anything. So uh, you can definitely find us sometimes late in the day or whenever, just during our breaks, 
we'll mosey upstairs to some of the faculty's office and just chit chat in there and it could be about vet med or it could not. And so mm-hmm. I think that's really unique mm-hmm. uh, and I'm appreciative. Yeah. And typically in their offices, they have some weird stuff. So yeah, you, you can t- make fun of them for not decorating <laughs> or for having some weird stuff at Fritzler. Yeah. Fritzler has some weird <laughs> stuff in jars in his yes. office. But um, uh, yeah. And I remember I was talking to um, Dr. Brown, Mrs. Dr. Brown. Mm-hmm. And um, like last semester early on, I was just passing by and like we just, like, I don't remember what even how we started conversation, but like I was like passing by her office and I just stopped to talk and chit chat. And so she, her and her husband are Australian. They moved to, they went to school in Australia, um, vet school, and then they moved to uh, the U.S. like I think 15 years ago, something like that. Um, and so I think I, maybe I started talking to them because I was asking them how like Texas was treating them because they moved from Virginia uh, to Texas uh, for this job. So they... Uh, they were like, well, Texas has, is actually a lot like Australia. So it's kind of like almost like returning home. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, she's done a lot of really weird uh, vet med on weird Australian animals. Mm. Um, like she was telling me about this like bird that was, I guess is similar to like an eagle. I don't know, really big like bird, a hawk-like thing that someone had hit on the side of the road and, but it was still alive, so they felt bad, so they brought it into her vet clinic, except they put it in its trunk. And so it was unconscious oh when they gosh. put it in the trunk, but it was conscious when it, she got to the trunk. So that was a really interesting story about how she um, dealt with a wild bird. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you get to hear fun stories like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah, but, like... Uh kind of just finding spots when you can insert yourself into conversations for mentorship is is important I guess is our big idea here because um, for example uh, Dr. Roof is a mentor to I know several of us like we see him as a professional and personal mentor and um, I tell him he reminds me of my dad <laughs> and he says I refuse to think that I'm old enough to be your dad and I was like okay sir well he's not but yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah and so um, I don't even really remember how it started I think just like you said sitting up here and he's a talkative person and coming over and just chit-chatting and and I remember one time we were standing out in the arena for clinical skills and they were asking us questions and we were like too nervous to answer. And he was standing behind me and he whispered the answer to me and I said it and they were like, oh my God, you got it. It's <laughs> funny, I didn't know that. And I was like, thanks. And, and I mean, just kind of like that. And, and then Dr. Brown, um, I see him as a mentor as well, a professional mentor. And us having that little suture race competition really started it. And then I went and did a surgery with him um, on a horse in Amarillo. And that just kind of solidified, you know, my ideas and everything. And he was interested in that. And now, I mean, we just pester each other all the time. You have to harass him. I just laugh whenever y'all are around each other because, like... I know. He is a gem. He is so funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then, like, you and him together are just... uh, I don't know what happens, Uh, but, like, it's hilarious. So, okay, I have to tell this funny story. (laughs) And y'all might not, you know, get where I'm going, but (laughs) one day we were... Because we're both members of VBMA, which is the Business Association uh, here 
or I guess for vet school, vet students. And so we were having a, like, I guess a CV resume workshop and, um, our faculty were helping us like edit things and giving us advice on it. So I was in my, uh, was in a little group in Dr. Brown's session and I was showing him my CV and I was trying to scroll down to show him the rest. And I accidentally scrolled to the side and <laughs> because my CV is in a folder on my iPad that's, like, from, like, academic stuff, like, awards, scholarships, etc. Um, I had scrolled across to the little certificate that I got for making the dean's list last semester. And his reaction was just, oh, congratulations, Caitlin. And he said, I wish I had one of those. And then, he was like, that was really smooth. Yes, he still, he still gives me grief to this day because he said, I need to give me a certificate like that. And he said, that was good because people were interested in looking at your thing. And then, boom, just show them how smart you are and go back. And He was like, uh, you know, I need to start doing that in my presentations. Yes. Just start putting a certificate just, in my presentations. And be like, oh, how did that get there? I don't in that know. moment, I was so embarrassed. And my friends were giving me grief over it. And we still give so her grief. Funny. It was probably one of the funniest things that's happened to me this entire semester. I think Like, for so me too. to witness, oh, my God, it was just the funniest thing. Yeah, because you know how you get, like, a little nervous and giddy sometimes around people you really admire? That's how I am <laughs> with Dr. Brown, for example, and a lot of other faculty here. But in this moment, I was just like, oh, my goodness, I just embarrassed myself. Like, <laughs> Anyways, and so now he gives me heck about it, and it's funny, so. But I think it's also important to remember that they're human, too. So it's, it's like, you know, even if you do something embarrassing, they're not going to, like, cut you out, you Yeah, know? no, so. they're just, if anything, it just makes your mentorship stronger yeah. because they see you on a human level. For and sure. So I... I well, and now it. he knows you're smart. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's see this semester. <laughs> But, um, no, I mean, I think it's it's just been a really, really fun thing to get to know your faculty. And um, I really, truly think that uh, you need to go out and form those relationships yourself. You can't expect them to come to you. Um, so you have to just be aware that, you know, they have lives, too. So, like, if they don't know that you want to be mentored by them or you want a relationship with them, then they're not going to know. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like your responsibility with faculty to kind of form those relationships. Now, like, again, it can happen organically. So mm -hmm. you don't need to go out and, like, talk to every single faculty member to, like, figure out who you want. Like, when you start vet school, just take it slow, figure out who you, what you have in common with people, and just see where it takes you. Um, typically, you can figure out who you like uh, based off of whenever they lecture, you know. Very so, true. Very so true. you can kind of figure out um like who you should probably seek out but it doesn't need to happen right away doesn't need to be something that you need to go out and like force and and be anything like this is just advice that that we've experienced and a lot of it has been very organic so just keep that in mind whenever you're thinking about mentors but i do think it's they're both classmates and faculty member mentorships are really important and really valuable yeah, and I think, like, what Carling just said was perfect, and to echo, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You know, we talked about change and being uncomfortable last week. Well, here it is again, popping up. Um, and so getting out of your comfort zone and talking to faculty, um, even though it can seem intimidating, will only benefit you in the long run. And, 
like Harling said, they may not know you want to seek mentorship. And because vet school is so stressful, they may think that you already have mentors or you just prefer to do your own thing, which is completely fine, too. Um, and your classmates' mentorship, too. That's important to put in effort. I guess my takeaway is put in effort, get out of your comfort zone, and um, just be open. You know, the first couple times you have a conversation with somebody, you may think they're a fantastic mentor, a professional one, and then it turns out they may be a better, like, personal one that you mm-hmm. see, you know, in, in a different way. And so uh, keep that in mind, but I definitely do recommend to get out and go find some faculty and classmates that you resonate with a whole lot um, because they will be your saving grace in moments yeah. throughout that school. Yeah, I agree. I think they can... Similar to, like, your friend group, you know, they can really add to your veterinary school experience. And that's true for, you know, um, being in vet school. And then you never know. They can help you outside of it, too. In terms of, like, they can f- help you with, like, summer internships or externships or, um, you know, finding jobs. I know, um, Caitlin, you asked one of our faculty members if she knew anyone w- that did mixed practice. And she gave you um, one of her classmates that she uh, mm-hmm. she knows and you're, you're going and externing there this summer, yeah. you know, and I'm working with Clint um, this summer on doing some research. So, you know, it's um, like all of that wasn't stuff that like I thought I would be doing over the summer. I didn't really know what I was going to be doing, but yeah. um, research wasn't really one of them. But um, definitely having Clint as like my um, faculty that I'm working with this summer with that research is definitely a big factor for me and me wanting to do it just because knowing him like I I trust him to not think that I'm an idiot whenever I'm around cows (laughs) um and also just like I am getting out of my comfort zone so I know that he's going to be there to like support me and teach me things that I don't know um and when I went and talked to him about it he was really receptive to like me you know, doing something that I haven't done before. So, um, you know, they, like the mentors that you have are going to be ones that, uh, you know, support you and really try to push you to being a better like person and veterinarian. I so. agree. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the win for the week? Uh, my win for the week. Um, speaking, uh, a little, uh, a bit about, um, this past weekend, one of my classmates and I got to go down to, um, the Austin area and go to a concert. We bought these tickets last semester mm-hmm. and we've been looking forward to them honestly since then. This concert, it's um, like the two headliners are people on my bucket list that I've wanted to see for a long time. And so I'm really excited I finally get to go. Who are the two people? Um, so the Zach Bryan and Tyler Childers. Mm, they're going to be so good. They're going to be so good. I'm jealous. And another fun thing is, is my brother, because, um, like, we only live three hours from Austin or two and a half hours from Austin, like, in my hometown. And so they're coming up to the concert, too. And so I got to spend uh, I got to spend time with my brother and, and his girlfriend and just uh, kind of have a little piece of home. I haven't seen him since, um, I guess, early January. Yeah, yeah, and it'll be, that'll be super fun. I know y'all were talking about the concert, and you invited me, and they bought tickets before we even knew the spring schedule. Yeah, we were just uh, And I was just too chicken to buy tickets because I was like, Man, it's going to be the weekend before anatomy test. I just know it with my luck. And luckily for y'all, it worked out where we it only did. had Parasit. 
uh, on the, the Tuesday, day, yeah. the next day. So it wasn't even on a Monday test or anything like that. So uh, that really worked out for y'all because you had time to study beforehand for that uh, for our parasit test. And then uh, it was just parasit, not like anatomy or physiology. Yeah, I was just goodness. too chicken because, man, my luck would have it would have <laughs> been they would have changed the schedule or something if I had bought tickets. <laughs> yeah. So what's but your win for the week? My win for the week is um, the beta blockers have figured out how to play volleyball. <laughs> Uh, we, we have had some rough games the past couple weeks, but this past Thursday, my God, we played volleyball. Yeah, there was actually volleying. <laughs> and it was, it was so fun. I mean, I, um, I just had a great time and I like, I just think it's so much fun that, um, you know, our team has other vet students that, you know, I'm friends with as well as their husbands. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun to, you know, see people like who are married, um, like play sports together, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I was telling Matt, I was like, man, I feel like playing volleyball should be part of premarital counseling or something. <laughs> Cause you really have to like work together. And yeah. sometimes like one of you messes up and you're like, well, dude, like, come mm. on, <laughs> you know, get craft together. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, it's, it's just so much fun. And I, I think it's so nice to get away from school and see people that uh, see your classmates in a way where you're like, oh, I didn't know you were athletic, but you're yeah. athletic. Um, so, it, and the weather was just so beautiful um, when we played. It was just so much fun. So we actually, we won our game uh, in two games, in two volleys. So we actually, um, we asked the team, we were like, do you guys just want to play a third just for fun? Because we were having such a good time and it was still light out. And it was just a really, really good, refreshing, like, night, you know, something different than just going home and hanging out on the couch. Yes, so. I agree. I've enjoyed the volleyball season for sure, and I'm looking forward to the softball intramural season. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, if you want to do something outside of school, highly recommend doing, like, intramurals or something. Um, you can't go wrong. So Yeah. Um, well, I guess this is our closing, and and uh, our our big takeaway here is it's okay to get out of your comfort zone. Um, find mentors that will fulfill what you're looking to get out of the whole, like, I guess, relationship in a sense. Absolutely. I totally agree with what Caitlin said, and hopefully y'all can resonate with something that we said, take a little bit away from it. And uh, if y'all have any questions or comments, you know, you can email us at dvmloadingpodcast at gmail.com, or you can drop a comment in the comment section below. Uh, And then, as always, if you could give a... <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> a like and a follow. Only five star ratings are allowed. Um, and we'll see y'all next week. I just wanted to say a quick shout out to the people who have emailed us. Um, your fan mail has entirely made our weeks. And so um, we're very appreciative and we're working on uh, coming up with some episodes that y'all had requested. So, yes, yeah. I kid you not, we fangirl whenever we I get an do. email because <laughs> I get an email and then I'm like, Caitlin, Caitlin, I'll screenshot it and send it to her. I'll show her yeah. uh, when we're in class and it's just, yeah, it just really is nice. And, and I'm very appreciative for you reaching out. So, thank you to those who have and those who will. And, uh, wreck them. Wreck them. <laughs> <laughs>